podcast where we talk about things with one super special guest every week. Just sit back, relax, and hear us speak on This Is Happening, the podcast. Hello, this is Nathan Streifel testing the mic. And I'm testing Eric Morris. Hello. And we need to hear Freckle, how you sound. I sound like this. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to This Is Happening. This is one of your hosts, Nathan Streifel. And this is Eric Morris. Today, we are joined by such a special person. Um, Freckle is the maybe, you know, performance art creation of an actor, gender fluid person uh, who was born Jason Green. You may want to close that window. We have the to, kids uh, love you. <laughs> but there's there's They've some heard, there's yeah. some screaming fans who know that Freckle has is Enough, in the building. She can't talk to you right now. <laughs> and so yes, I mean it's it's almost like being with Justin Bieber right now. It is because it's just like the clamor to uh, to get at Freckle is quite something. But Freckle, you know, I first <laughs> became aware of Freckle. Through the work of Brian Jordan Alvarez, who I have uh, many mutual friends. I don't really know him. I've met him, but um, he did some little tiny short films with like, um, you know, little sketches. He did a couple with uh, Sam Pancake about like millennials and older people dating, which I very much related to. It's very funny. And that's how I think I've, I, so I was like, this kid is writing this stuff. Yeah, and that's really cool. So then I saw his show, um, The Wondrous, what's it called? The Wondrous Life of Caleb Gallo? Yeah. Is that correct? The, the, the Gay, gay and, and Wondrous Life, Life of Caleb Gallo, which features um, a tour de force performance by Freckle. Um, it's hilarious. Um, and that's how I discovered who Freckle was. And then I just started seeing Freckle around after I became aware of of her of the presence yeah and we're just so grateful to have you welcome yeah thanks oh thank you <laughs> did you do the first learn the words bitch at Akbar? I did I was there for that very and first I, show and I would have won but I, I kind of um, let my best friend win Oh, that generous. sounds bitter, but I'm... No, no, no that sounds generous. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. I remember I should have won that. <laughs> yeah. yeah, well, I was second place, which is fine. Oh, and you then, were fantastic. And then, uh, that's really funny you bring that up, and then I would, like, it really was my winning one, but then whatever. So then, you know, I, I did like a lousy one the second time, and then I'd be like second place at third and fourth. And then it became this running gag that like Freco never wins. Allowed, never wins. <laughs> and so then I'd always find these torch songs, these like broken, maybe this time. You know, and then it real and then Tony Soto and I would go back and forth, and I just, and then, you know, and it would drive me literally once a month I'd have a song and um, it was just part of the narrative and in an interesting way Freckle not winning informed and developed another aspect of the character that then was put into Caleb Gallo but also into my artwork as the so how do you like you know? relate with Freckle as like a character and as like a personality and as yourself and was there a moment you just decided I'm gonna create a persona for my art um, you know because clearly you know Brian Jordan Alvarez who's a brilliant writer a brilliant actor a brilliant director I admire him so much um, but he didn't create Freckle yeah, you, you, I, I you created, created Freckle. Freckle. I mean, I coined the name and I created, began performing as Freckle ten years before. Right. Um, 
and he Hell became yeah. aware of it, and he must have, you, you became... Well, we'd known each other for almost eight years before the show. Yeah. Know, from our early, like, college days. And, and oh, really? Yeah. Where so were we, you in college? Well, he went to USC, and then I just partied there. <laughs> My sister went, so I just went to all the parties. Uh-huh. And I met all the theater kids, and I met all the kids you're supposed to know. Yeah. The whole purpose of going to college. Oh, and you did it for um, free. Exactly. Yeah. And... Um, <laughs> He and would, no early class times, no, and no like no homework and papers <laughs> to do. I love pesky that. graduation why, ceremony. Yeah, uh-uh. why did I do what I did for four years? <laughs> Sorry about that. Turn on a podcast. Yeah. Well, exactly. <laughs> end up here. We made it. <laughs> so yeah, I am. Um, he, he. Um, let's see. So he would put. He would. He was doing more like serious shorts. Short films, which he's kind of reverted to a little bit. Yeah, now. I know they're like, um, like they're joyless. I'm yeah, like, yeah. Brian, uh, have fun. Well, have more fun. I wonder what the missing ingredient is. Exactly. Yeah, have more fun. So he was he was putting. So then he start, and I remember being like, he would he would get little parts here and there, but he was like depressed, working at a restaurant, and he figured out if he started go go dancing. I hope I'm not. I think he's very public with this he was making the same amount of money and he was having more fun and I was like there we go that's how you spin this life right and then I said you need to that's go that's not the- shocking I mean he he still dances around in his underwear yeah yeah it's it very out. much he was in alignment with his <laughs> yeah system. yeah and I was like go to the groundlings go to the groundlings go to the groundlings because mm. I had done the whole program and I learned a lot. Did you work with um, Drew Drogi there at all, or no? Yes. Yeah. Yes. In one of my early classes, he was like a sub, and we hit it off. But yeah. we had been also hitting it off at Akbar for. Ever. Of course, of course. Me too with Drew. Yeah. Love, 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 love Drew. Uh, obsessed. One of my favorite people in the world. Seeing him tonight in Golden Girls with a Z. <gasps> do you have a ticket for me? I do. Okay, I'll take it. I do. Um, I, I have. Let's do it. I have two extra tickets because. The, this couple that I know unfortunately had to leave for San Francisco for a funeral. Oh, and if anybody so out there is listening, benefit. call immediately and you will. Well, I've just offered the other one to someone else. Oh, okay. but, uh, but and you have to go back in time. You've got to. You, no. I like, can I act as though it is, though? We are though. acting as if it yeah. is. This is weeks ago, actually, in reality, when people are hearing this. But, <laughs> so that that's not actually happening, whatever. Um, it could be another Golden Girls, and you could have another ticket. That's just true. The same day that it happens to come out. Maybe. No, they no. no, they do it. Well, there's going to be more things like that, though. Because but maybe Sherry somebody Vine listening who, here. okay, who really cares, can contact and be like, "Can I just go see a movie or a play with you guys?" And whoever yeah, that send us an email. Oh, yeah. you know what? Like, yeah, I'm all about. Yeah. We actually have had people say like, "Hey, can I be on the podcast?" And no. two of them have been oh, on. Okay, but yeah, you're, so we do sometimes but we, let them on. We, but sometimes we really shouldn't. And there was one incident that we, <laughs> we needn't we talk needn't about. mention. But oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's a little sketchy. Your eyes. It's a little sketchy. We're not going to mention okay. the person. Well, back to me then. Mm-hmm. Um, I was telling Brian to go to the ground with other underlings. He resisted, and then he did. And I think it really. Because you're always right, Freckle. Yes. Right? Yeah. Yes. Um, until I'm wrong. But then, even in the wrongness, I'm <laughs> right about being wrong. Um, so he, you know, it for me, it, I loved the structure and the foundation because I had already studied Meisner Alexander technique. And yeah. I was raised with Stanislavski. So for me, I'm a geek for technique. It I love it. gave you another theory. tool. Totally. Yeah, and it was whether or not the Groundlings was going to be a new stage for me or I don't even think I, I still don't aspire 
to be on SNL in the way that like comedians do like LA comedians mm-hmm. yeah. I think I could host it I think I could like drop by for a hello yeah. for mm-hmm. a bit oh I think you'd be hilarious and that's yeah it. but I, I like but... where you are because you took those things you learned them early on so you could uh, imbibe them and throw them away yeah because you you clearly use all that technique in what you do I, I also studied acting and I'm not pursuing it at all but I I do get that, that it's just part of what you do when you do anything, when you perform anything. Like, you have these techniques that you can draw on, and if there's something that you've learned that works, great. Yeah. You know, it, I, that seems to me like where you are with all that. Yeah. Do you nail no. that? I think, too, like, sometimes it gets tricky when people want to say, like, well, are you... what? what's the difference between the character and you and are you playing a character you're just playing yourself and I'm like wow there's a big world out there and you're wondering about that ask you know, Diane Keaton that question exactly <laughs> you well, know, or like that, Sally that woman has been brilliant in like Reds and Annie Hall and Something's Gotta Give and um, the Godfather movies she's always playing herself doesn't matter I, who I think Susan you know, Sarandon in in Rocky Horror to Thelma and Louise. To same, yeah, same. The flying, flying like Meryl Streep. Mm-hmm. No, Meryl Streep, different kind of actress. Very much a chameleon, not playing herself so much. Very. And she's a bit of a shrilly, high-powered lawyer and everything. I think. <laughs> <laughs> I love Who else shades. Shades. Like, Nobody talks yeah, like, like that. She doesn't well, have a real voice. Uh, I would. I would. I'm not sure that she played shrilly, high-powered lawyer in Sophie's Choice. Or like okay. Kramer versus Kramer. <laughs> she's okay, gotten more one high-powered choice. Also, well, no, she is. No, she is. She is a little shrilly, high-powered lawyer in, in, in Kramer versus Kramer, Kramer. She truly you think is. So I feel like she's very. No, and actually, my dear friend who grew he up told with me my father, right. Jane Alexander, is also in Kramer versus Kramer. And all right, well, you know it then. Is fucking amazing in everything she does. Well, I just th- for me and my work, I I think <clears throat> that my range comes from my emotional availability, yeah. my vulnerability, yeah. my imagination, yeah. my body, yeah. My timing. Yeah. Me needing to transform into something that you don't recognize me isn't interesting to me at this moment. First of all, when that happens, it's usually because people have the opportunity to do that after a lot of experience. So, Or it could be like someone casting Mickey Rooney as a... Asian person in Breakfast at Tiffany's and it's something that doesn't age well is hugely offensive. Sure. Yeah, you know, it's like, I don't oh, really how versatile, how, how how great that you're able to do that, this racist stereotype, Mickey Rooney. I mean, yeah. he didn't disappear into that character. I also have a different agenda, I think even different than Merle Streep, in that I think it's very important that I show the world someone like me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. fluid. Yeah. I think it's very important that I show a confident queer person living life to the fullest. You yeah. must have that experience because I mean, you you have a big social media presence. You have a lot of followers, a lot of fans, and but people must say to you like, it, it inspires me to see you living your life every doing day. These, of course, yeah, that's the main thing. And and you got to go where this, the words are. People are writing me messages saying, "You inspire me. You make me feel comfortable being a weirdo or a freak in the world." Not conforming to these norms that, yeah. people, that society tells us we have to be this or that. And the whole concept of gender fluid 
is is beautiful. It's just like everyone. We're all on a spectrum of sexuality yeah. and gender, and um, the the more we let go of like these old definitions of masculinity mm-hmm. and heterosexuality, and we need to really know, transcend. We do gender. We do. We need another revolution. We need another Woodstock. We need something yeah. to like you know shake up the culture and and you know blow the Donald Trumps from the yeah. earth. Those bitches need to die. Enough of that shit. And let let's start a new um, paradigm. I I'm done with some that modern thinking. flappers. You know, yeah. It's time we're wearing skirts and growing our hair long. Yeah, as opposed to cutting it short. And and, and, and we and we in this at this table do live in a world like that. We you know we we all partake of uh, Los Angeles underground nightlife where like minded queer people gather to celebrate being themselves and self-expression in safe places. I mean, the world, you know, especially this country is not full of safe places for people like us. I mean, when that thing happened in Orlando, I was so shattered by it because I've been seeking out gay clubs, disco, whatever, night nightlife as a place to escape and be myself where I didn't have to feel judged you know, and that someone would come into a place like that and just like blow it up was so horrible, you know, so horrifying and really affected me. But, you know, I, I still celebrate it. I still, you know, seek that out and seek out my community. And I think we all do that. I think we have that in common, all of us. Yeah, I think that's so beautiful. Oh, thanks. It's very important. And it's not easy to be ourselves sometimes. I find myself censoring myself or hesitating to do certain things. And, you know, it's important to say, wait, why am I, why am I stopping myself? I think I'm afraid of judgment from other people. I'm afraid I think of, less and less because you know yeah. I had to spend years in my teens and, and early twenties suppressing myself, trying to conform to what my parents wanted me to be, you know, and, um, and just you know living not not an authentic life. And um, after a certain point, I just couldn't do that anymore. And now I just live the fuck out loud, and I don't care like. This podcast is kind of an example of it. If people that know me or my family listen to it, I'm like, why are you talking about that? Or my father says, you know, why call it queer? That's so, like, ghettoizing yourself. Well, sorry, ad man, um, advertising mogul. Um, I've never heard that, that queer is ghettoizing. Well, he's like, it's a very, he's like, it's a very small market. He, you know, ran a global ad agency, and he's looking in his mind at the dollars of... It, you know, it's like you're marketing to the gay community. No, take it bigger. Do do it global. Well, that's thinking that, you know, his thinking, I think, springs from the 50s and 60s and whatever. Right. You know, I don't agree with that thinking. Um, I love him, but I we just don't, um, we don't agree about that. Right. Um, and so Wait, I don't mind fun? calling this a queer just podcast. You did you? But yeah, let's let's really explore more. Well, of I think your you're background. you're like if I've got a potato, I'm gonna make a baked potato. I don't need to make five French fries and sell four and keep one. <laughs> I don't know. I just made that. <laughs> yes, I guess so. Sure, that's what I meant to say. <laughs> um, but yeah, so where where did you grow up? In this, you like around here? Yeah, I grew up in East LA. Um, a lot of people wrote, think of 
the east side, like somewhere like Echo Park is East LA. East LA is actually a city that's east of downtown. Right. But I moved around a lot. Um, Montebello is a town outside of east of East LA. My mom's there. That's where I came from because she's sick and I've been helping her and healing her. Um, but I, I live in Silver Lake now. I've been in Silver Lake since I was about 18. Um, I went to an arts high school. I went to the arts high school at Lake County High School for the Arts, nice. which is on Cal State LA, which is weird because it's in Alhambra, which mm-hmm. is like five mm-hmm. minutes east of downtown. Sure. And so the, the goal of the school was to have like every nationality and kids from all over. So I had friends from Compton. I had friends from Malibu. I had friends from Pasadena. Love. I had friends in the Valley. I had friends in, you know... Um, and West that's Covina. rare. And you know, that's very rare. rare. I didn't even know that that was like. LA is so filled with like these like communities Burby, that yeah. seem impenetrable, and they're very much keep to themselves. But a situation like that, you like you got everyone, which is yeah. Great. So I feel like when I think where I grew up, especially like my teen years, and I got a car at sixteen and a bottle mm-hmm. of Adderall, I Me was too. everywhere. Yeah, <laughs> I well, I got the the minute I could drive, I was given a car, and. I, I am someone who's a little bit, like, recklessly generous, and I always, like, drove all my friends, like, throughout the tri-state area in New York, like, home. Like, I can't imagine it now. Like, yeah, we're in Manhattan. I'm going to take you into the Bronx. Then I'm going to go to Westchester. Then I'm going to go to Jersey, and then I'm going to go home. It's like, that took hours. Like, why did I, I do that? I the same thing. Because, <laughs> because listening to CDs with the windows down with your friends, I think... Yeah. First of all, I have a theory that best friends is the meaning of God. But yeah. um, I think that there's nothing better than that feeling. I don't want to do it now. I did it way too long, too much. I burned yeah. myself out. Yeah. I, even in my early 20s, I was a pizza delivery boy uh, for a very short time. How was I that? Tossing salads. Any um, interesting stories about... What was on Silver Lake? So it was very, like, cute. And then, like... So no one... Opened the door naked and was like, holy, <laughs> <laughs> maybe like a towel wrap. I remember one time there was this really nice house and um, kind of off the reservoir, and I brought him this pizza and and I forgot his coke, and I was like, oh shit. So I, and it was on Rowena, Nikki D's wood fired pizza, and I mm. ran back over there and I grabbed the coke and I came back, and I like knocked on the door and I was like, I forgot your coke because. You know, it, it was either slow or busy or whatever. I don't know. And then he was like, and he had a, he had a cast on his leg. Mm. So like, maybe that's a sick part of me that's in, into the weak. No, I just, <laughs> he was that older man. He seems vulnerable. Yeah, and he was like, oh, you didn't have to bring this back. And I was like, well, and then he was like, do you want to come inside? And I was like, no, 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 I, 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 think, I just wanted to bring you the coat. And I ran in my car and, like, drove back to the shop. But the truth is I did want to go inside. You know, I wanted to, like... He asked my, you that for a reason. Yeah, he, like, getting felt some energy it. Yeah. yeah. And, um... Keeping it professional. I was much younger and thinner at the time. Um, but... <laughs> Weren't we all? <laughs> yeah. Um, so that was fun. And then I, I made salads because they realized I was a bad... I was... A slow driver. I'm I'm notoriously a slow driver. I will just I don't zip around. I will just go at the speed yeah. of traffic mm-hmm. and talk. I like basically put the car on. I drive like a New York. Do you listen to music driver. or podcast? I, I like and podcast and um, book on tape. I'm, oh, I love because I can't books. read, so I do book on tape Ooh, and. Mm-hmm. I get through them faster. I had a picture of Dorian Gray, how fitting, oh, on my nice. nightstand, and it took me like a week to get through the first chapter, and then I got it on tape. I sat still for I think four hours without. Spacing out once and listen to the entire. But when you book. say like, I've read the book, done. But when you say you can't read, it means you don't have the patience to read. 
Miles She's dyslexia blind. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and like ADD. Uh, and yeah, I do yeah. need glasses. That gets hard. My eyes start shaking. So reading, reading is an issue, and you'd rather hear it. I put the yeah, audiobook. Yeah, I'd probably read more scripts if I read better. Yeah. And instead, I just make up my own lines. I put the audiobooks <laughs> Which are actually probably, on a little you know bit. What, and that is the secret to <laughs> the, the, well, uh, least wondrous times of Caleb Gallo. Because some of those <laughs> things seems very clearly... Yeah, the great. I, I mean, were they improv or did he write? I mean, my it's... lines were either improvised or things I said in real life that he put into the script right, right. and claimed he wrote it. Um, <laughs> oh, <laughs> <laughs> um, well, no, there said, were a couple I mean, he did. Like he yeah. came up with Tuesday, light me up, and I'm a pizza. That's not that's not Those the greatest. Oh hits. right, okay. So then uh, the one that I came up with are sometimes things that are expensive or worse. Love that. Oh, which is um, so funny. That scene is so funny with those people. They're like, yeah. Anyway, that thank I love you. That scene. Thank you. Please watch that five part series on YouTube. Um, it's worth seeing. I mean, I could give you the origin of the name Freckle. Yeah, let's figure that out. Um, if you look at the sky at night, mm-hmm. a freckle in space is a star. And we're all just a freckle in space. We're all stars. We're all lost in the stars. <laughs> yeah, you little, little freckles in your eyes. I sure do. Well. You see that? Yeah, I saw that when you came in. And I was starting freckles in your eye. Looking. <laughs> there's a reflection. Oh, continue. Well, no, no. I, the, I said we're all. You know, it, it's a song from Lost in the Stars. Um, it's beautiful. I used to sing it, but I'm not going to do a number. What's here. Lost in the Stars? Can I get sixteen it's a bars? Um, yeah, let's hear no, it. No, I really can't. Yes, Eric, I, you I, always talk about how good of a singer you are. I actually am, but... Um, can you tell me a lyric, and then maybe I'll make a Yeah, yeah, melody. no, it's... Um, um, well... Uh, well, Little stars, oh. big stars, rolling through the night, and we're lost out here in the stars... In the stars. That was very weak, but I love that. I couldn't remember like the verse and how you get there. But... We'll have to look that up. And if anyone's listening, just send your favorite <laughs> song with the word "stars." There's this uh, song called "Stars" in um, Big the Musical, which I was in in high school. Oh, cool! You Play were the stars. Hanks. I could show you stars, a hundred million stars in the sky. We could watch them float. Bye. That's my star song. We talked about doing numbers before we Again, turned Michael, the mics on. Again, Michael, you've got to do a star song now. <laughs> yeah. Um, um, uh, well, maybe you have a junior Star number. shining bright. No. Um, uh, what's that one? Um, I think that's what you're doing. I'm beginning to see the light. Right. I do. How does that one go? I can't. I I, mean, I, I don't know that one. <laughs> you are my shining star. I don't know anyway. Shining star, no matter who you are, shining bright to see. Something, something. Would you be truly me? Would you be truly me? Shining star for me to think. We have got off the rails here. Uh-oh. Let's try to pick ourselves up. Rain it in, up. Judy's. Rain it in. <laughs> I um, love jukebox play. I love being a little. Yeah. yeah. I hope everyone. No, but so that was the origin <laughs> of Freckle. So Freckle is like, that was an image. An allegory, that. yeah. Yeah, an, an allegory. And it came from my re- Buddhist research. Oh, I got platonic. really into. Taoism and Buddhism and Eckhart Tolle and Marianne Williamson and Abraham Hicks uh, really, like you know took a lot of Adderall and 
locked myself in my room and journal wrote for like four years while I was doing method acting classes, mm-hmm. methadone and meth. No. What a combo. What a combo. Does Abraham Hicks do the vibration? Yeah, love vibrational attraction. thing. Yes. It became the yes. secret, but she was like, they're trying to make money and my thing is different. Uh, yeah. God bless her. So, um, so Freckle came from that and it just, you know, it, there's also another story I was in high school and everybody went around and you had to say your stripper name which is your first pet and the first street you were born right totally mine is Morgan Woods oh Samson Oak (laughs) I think I'm Ziggy Morris Ziggy Morris yeah hello Um, (laughs) I see nipple pasties on Ziggy Morris (laughs) yeah (laughs) and this girl she's so funny she was one of my I just was obsessed with her you know that girl in school you just quintessential cool you're like I yep. love you yep. and she was like I think my stripper name would be Freckle and I was like that's I, it was so evocative because the idea of like I'm a stripper and my name's Freckle like the idea she had a rather large set of bazookas yeah, yeah, so totally. like the idea of it, it was almost there may like have been a Freckle on so I one probably of stole that from that and yeah. also um, I was at um I'm not a huge RuPaul person mm-hmm. or Drag Race yeah. fan, mm-hmm. but I'm, I'm aware of it and I know some of the seasons, I know some of the queens. And How sure, can you not be reached, aware of it in the game? Yeah, and, and a lot of the yeah. winners have all reached out to be friends with me. Um, Amazing, of course. Alaska? That, not Alaska. Well, she didn't win. <laughs> she did oh, win All Stars oh, too. First or time. three or something. No, I. Um, You're like, I'm, I'm talking about original season. <laughs> <laughs> I'm confidently. Uh, Raja? Friend. Yeah, Willem is my friend. Good. Well, he Jinx is my friend, nice. and Violet Chachki is my oh, crush. I love Jinx. Violet's great too. And we Ra- went to a Raja little DJ set with quite Violet. good friends with um with Nathan. Yeah, Raja's great. I met her in uh, Chicago. My friend, maybe a girl. It's funny. We went to an event. It was like an after party for something, and she's a drag queen, and she was with her drag friend, and she was like, she went up to the DJ, and she was like, hey, we're the drag performers here for the drag show. And he was like, oh, okay. There was no drag show. There was no performance. Where and was they just this? like It was at the Outfest after party. The That's night where I met we you. met. Yeah. Yes, I remember So the night we, we met. We started talking even more after that. Because yeah. They, I remember mm-hmm. talking to, to maybe, now that mm-hmm. you mention this, as I had been talking to you, and then you said, oh, my friend is actually going to do a drag act here. Wasn't booked for it, but yeah. just yeah, made it Yeah, and they just oh, made well, it happen. I, mean, I don't want to give out my secrets, but I, I've never paid for a club because I just say, oh, I'm performing. I'm Freckle. And, and if anybody <laughs> so challenges smart. me, I say, my appearance is a performance. So um, I, my it thing with... You got to be a little deviant. It didn't. And that I wasn't last night. That was too. No, I know. Hey, hey, we don't do the public now. I got to get this. My two fails. Uh, but Freckle never wins. So it's all coming back <laughs> around, baby. Like you said, I'm always right. You weren't failing. You you hadn't failed yet. I just no, stared you. I don't you. think I failed at all. Magically, I, I the love attracted you right at the proper time. I, I stared you the effort. Like, you were, like yeah. you were two sentences into what you were saying, and I was like, I'll bring you in, yeah. Michael. And then your friends got in, too. It's just like, you it know. Was all Every door that closes, too open. <laughs> I mentioned, you know, that I think we need another Woodstock. My uncle was one of the people that put Woodstock together, and he ran the Fillmore East for Bill Graham. I mean, he, you know, he, he was working with Bill Graham. He opened the Fillmore East you know, booked um, Jimi Hendrix, Janis Joplin, you know, ended up putting Woodstock together. Most of the talent was because of people he put together. Um, and then he produced um, R- the Rolling Stones tour of 1972 and Paul McCartney's first tour. Anyway, lots of stuff all through the late 80s. 
put together all of the Amnesty International concerts with U2 and Sting and uh, Bruce Springsteen. He is someone who, you know, it was more of a, like, let's just make this work. And if, you know, if, like, Janis Joplin stumbled in, you know, off the street to the Fillmore East in New York and was like, like, Janice, you know, we've got, we've got 10 minutes, do a number, you know, like, or Grace Slick or, or Jimmy or whoever, you know, like, but that's a showman. That's someone who kind of like, he came from theater, working with Martha Graham, you know, um, doing lights Same. and things. <laughs> Um, you and those know, are the people who make it, the ones that go, oh, you're giving me an opportunity, five minutes? Yeah, I got five minutes. I'm, yeah. I mean, take this five but minutes. But also just, some, but someone as a, as a promoter, as a producer, who's just like, let's make this thing the best it can be. Like, this person yeah. is here, we don't have anything going on for the next ten minutes. Sure, freckle, get up and do it. You said earlier that you, people have resistance sometimes because you can be terrifying. Because the nature of the theater, which is a beast... And I quote, I can't remember. Shakespeare? No. I think it was um, Moliere. Moliere? I wish Ooh. the stage were as narrow as a tight walk, so no amateur would step upon it. Mm. The stage creates an Should energy. Should be intimidating. Mm-hmm. And Don't get up on people get it. scared pre-show. People get yes. scared pre-parties. People yes. get... Yes. And it's I don't. true. I have, I'll get up on any stage. I'll get up at the Hollywood Bowl. Yeah, totally. This is my heart, and it's big enough for the whole world to take it. Yep. I love that. Um, I, I love, love artists that. like that. We've had people like that on our podcast, like Patrice Quinn, who's touring the world with Kamasi Washington. Someone who just has so much artistic talent and integrity, you know, and will rise to the occasion on a big stage. Why I not? just, I could, Why not? I have a body that dances. I could, I could. I have material, but I also could just speak openly. I could work off the audience. I, yeah. I'm not crass. I know that what I would say would be warm. Actually, and... what I mean, we we've kind of worked out the first one of these things. But you would be an amazing host for like the next one that we do. Just mm-hmm. host, come back and deal with the crowd and react to what just happened, and you know. Uh, Give thoughts about what's about to happen. You would be an amazing host for an event like that. Tell a little story about my day at the market. Yes, my yes. Uber driver today. Yes, I mean we just we happen to to reach out to someone else, but next That's time, fine. next time it should be Freckle hosting. We would love it. Or I'll just do a stand-up set. Love it. Even this what's time, what's really somebody even this time it. You, can, you can yeah, do that. okay. Somebody was we really will. funny. We'll make that happen. Um, I, I was there. You know, Ira. I would glass. No, I uh, <laughs> <laughs> That's a whole different party scene. Um, <laughs> and I uh, know, I don't know. Was Madison. Ira Madison. And he was there with two friends, and you know they were like clocking what I was trying to do. And one of them goes, Been watching a lot of Maisel? And I was like, I have actually. I think that's what's happening. Oh, I actually... you were just trying to get on stage as if you were a repressed fifties housewife. Yes, needing to get on just stage. Get Why out. am I being repressed? And I knew, and I said to them, "It'd be so cute." I would be like, "Oh, hi guys." You know, just like <laughs> the idea of somebody on stage who's like, "Oh, I'm nervous of the crowd, but I'm." Let's talk about some real stuff, shall we? You know, like, I, I have my... Cool you know what? We will, like we will book you for our event, and then those... 
people will see what you can do. It's exciting. I love it. Uh, you, I really, I want you to be there. I'd love it. We have a slot. I mean, we're gonna, we're yeah, gonna. I'm down for anybody who wants to perform. Yeah. In general, I'm like, let's book these acts. Let's do it. Yeah. And also, like you are caliber and amazing and freckled. Well, come on. We'd be, we'd be lucky. We'd be but, lucky. But I mean, I don't even you. need. I don't think. What's the word? My resume precedes. I don't think that your I reputation. We'll, we'll talk about you. that in a second. Um, I don't think that I need to get up there as Fracco from such and such jobs, no. including Wine Country, Amy Poehler's movie that she wrote me into, and uh, Search Party. Um, yeah, or, he's the or muse. as this thing that I've already done. Fracco is the muse of many, many. I think I could step people. up with the energy of like I'm an unknown. You have no idea who I am. Yep. But you will after this. some of those millennials don't know who you are. Ex- easy. <laughs> well, I'm sorry. This is and worse. She's dead. Oh, oh. You're a millennial. Are you? I, I think so. And some I of the very, very youngest. Some of the. Yeah. Some well, of the, some shockingly, of young, my de- entire de- demographic is teen queer teenagers, but in middle America. Are teenagers no, millennial not. now, or are they post millennial? There are just. I don't know. There are, are they some. Act- some of those club kids that were there yesterday who don't know who you are because they don't watch. Yeah, I Gallo. felt it. Yeah, that's true. Um, and it's not like I, I don't. I didn't. I'm not do like, judging your. Yeah. yeah, I'm not judging your demographic. I'm just saying that there are people there who didn't know who you were. But I think that's where each one of those promoters. Yeah. <laughs> um, but that's why I think my set or my work on my material would be getting on stage with an open heart with the assumption that you don't know who I am and mm. I'm going to share who I am. Uh, Brené Brown says the origin of the word courage means to tell the story of who you are with your whole heart. But truly, mm. Freckle, you make magic when you perform. You, you your, your stuff in Brian Jordan Alvarez's stuff is magic and I think is the most magical parts of his work in, in that show. Um, he's a, you know, he's brilliant apart from that, but, um, you also make magic in music videos and you make magic in, in what you do. So I have no doubt that on the stage of the Peppermint Club, you have every opportunity to make magic. Why wouldn't it be? You know, um, and, and part of that would be like people who are not familiar with you discovering you. I mean, that, that would be the case of almost anyone we're booking. Yeah, you know, people people know Raja from uh, RuPaul's Drag Race and television fame, so people would be excited about that. But not everyone knows Maddie Noyce, who is a young pop singer and touring and getting known. And but when I think when they see her live, people really get into her stuff. And she was the first guest on our podcast. And um, so part of what we're doing here is shining a light on creative amazing people that we know or that we have access to somehow or and message me on instagram or that or that message you on instagram <laughs> because you're a thirst trap on instagram oh only sometimes uh, well no i'm sorry i'm not judging no you have more no, followers i don't i want a, a thirst yeah, trap have, i will happily take yeah, like that yeah you, you have more uh, followers i'm let, let's uh let's let's you know leverage that but um i'm not really living up to the thirst trap name potential i don't even think i'm could be called a thirst trap because there are so many do, do it better on Instagram than me. Yeah, Dave's July. Yeah. That's a thirst trap. <laughs> um, do you have a thirst trap? Uh, that I follow? <laughs> do I ever thirst trap? Or yeah. do I... Yeah. 
<laughs> you ever post uh, something scandalous on purpose and like? I'm more of the Betty Davis school of thought, which Ooh, is take fountain. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Which is um, aspire to be the opposite of narcissism, and mm. um, she always made herself ugly for the role. Mm. And she says, not not early on, but yeah. well, sure, she's quoted as saying Hollywood wanted to make me pretty, and I and they to did early on. Yeah, yeah. I well, I'm not early on anymore. So. <laughs> I've got early onset also. Exactly <laughs> early on, I've got. Um, but uh, I, I just that Betty Davis, brilliant. Brilliant. There's oh. two of those, right? There aren't. Um, oh. But you know what? We might need to segue into part two. We could take a little break. Yeah, for a let's take a little pause. Thank God. Hey, everybody. We're back. We took a little break. We did. We did. And that was Got a word bottle. from our sponsors that you just heard. Yes. That's right. We Well, you know what? We Viral are, itch cream. We are, developing, <laughs> we are developing sponsors, and we might have a host network in the UK by the time you hear this. Cheers to that. Cheers to broken prosperity. We had to we had to travel to the UK to make it, just like the Beatles had to go to Germany to make it. And now we finally got Freckle on Listeners, you don't know how long we've been trying to get oh, this Freckles is, this was on a Herculean the podcast. <laughs> we're so happy to have you on. You were on our guest. Didn't list. I say yes every time? You did. It was like you did. always it didn't 20 happen. minutes. We made, exactly. we made it. We have a long list of people we want on this on our on show. First, and you have a separate category list. to yourself. It's called Working On. And it just <laughs> says Freckle. And then it's like Nathan's picks, Eric's picks. And just so you know, they offered the Uber. The rosé. So it's not like the challenge was getting here. It was getting here, if you know what I mean. Yeah. Like but we the got film there. Being There. Do you know that? That's oh. one of my favorites. Being the There. director is Harold and Maude. Yeah, it's um, uh, Peter Sellers and Shirley oh. MacLaine. I gotta check that out. Un- underrated. The director's name is Hal Ashby. I love Peter Sellers. He did He's, Pink Panther. Did you know? Go have you not seen? Watch this tonight. No, have you not seen Being Alone. There? No. Okay. It's brilliant. Absolutely. Put a tea bag on your forehead and your heart. And Does the tea matter? What kind? Does I just want to see you tea bagged. Oh, perfect. <laughs> Only fans. <laughs> yeah, you can see it on the OnlyFans. <laughs> that would be a great little experimental feel film, just like naked with just actual tea bags. Uh, yeah, being dipped and yeah, mm. yeah it's like Faye Dunaway opening an egg. Have yeah. you seen that? Oh, I haven't. Yeah. That sounds great though. You know what? I don't want to watch Faye Dunaway doing anything. You that, know, I've that seen woman Faye Dunaway. So so, so horrible to me when I had my one interaction with her over several days <laughs> at the Cannes Film Festival. What a fucking bitch. Okay, so I was at the Cannes Film Festival and I was participating in this lovely program called the Producers Network and they, um, they we had breakfasts every morning um, with all kinds of industry people and I noticed over time that Faye Dunaway was there at all of these breakfasts. And she wasn't there as movie star Faye Dunaway. No, she was in the producer's network trying to get um, Masterclass made. Uh, she, she did Masterclass uh, by, what's his name, uh, Terrence McNally. Uh, about the opera singer? Yes, it's about Maria Callas. And she had done it, and she, she bought the rights to do it as a film. I saw that on Broadway. It was great. It was great it's with the person play. that played it originally whose name escapes me right now brilliant um but yeah audra mcdonald wait i'm, I'm a little lost what so is, there was a master class there was a master play. class is a play by terence mcnally about an um about maria, maria Callis. Callis. okay and so it's not callous on callous that film that no. just kind of came out a year no, ago no. 
It's some. Uh, it's her uh, teaching students and teaching a master class, and it's a one. And, and that's play. the play. That's the well, play. no, but it, but it also. Or no, there's like, a couple characters. It has. Yes, yeah, she she teaches students. One of them was Audra McDonald, who's won seven, yeah. six or seven Tonys. She won one for this. Um, like the most ever. And so there, there's a, a really amazing actress who played it, who originated the role. She's very old, and I don't remember her name at the moment, unfortunately, but she was brilliant in it. Um, and then there, in addition to the teaching things, then it's like memories. And then, you know, the, the, the callous uh, character just like tells stories of about, her days in the opera. Well, her days in the opera, but also with Aristotle Onassis and. You know, and then, you know, Onassis cheating on her with, uh, with Jack, with with uh, Jack Kennedy, uh-huh. and things, and it's just it's brilliant and moving, and you know, it's it's wonderful. And so Faye Dunaway was trying. Faye to get Dunaway a did it in London, and I think maybe took over late in the run on Broadway. Anyway, got, I think she did it on Broadway and Sixth. I don't know MacArthur Park. Is what she she got the well. She got she was <laughs> she was doing it where she lives or yeah. in the Fairfax district. Uh, but, exactly. But, uh, the but in any case, she got the rights to it, and like a very diligent person, like I don't know why she thought she would gain anything from this, but she was like, you know, I was in my twenties, I think, and um, or something like that. Uh, no, I was in my thirties, but. Regardless, um, you know, I was going to these breakfasts at 9 a.m. and I was at the Cannes Film Festival doing things. and But it was always great to have the producers network to kind of like focus it and like have these meetings every day and network and meet people, meet distributors, meet agents, meet... Um, Faye Dunaway. Well, yes. So I, you know, so I mentioned my friend Andy Boos is a big event planner. He, he started the... Amfar benefits with Elizabeth Taylor and now does Amfar events around the world and does the Elton John AIDS Foundation Oscar party and other events for Elton John. Anyway, he's very big in events and I've known him all my life. He's one of my oldest friends, love. So he, the first time I went to Cannes, I stayed at the hotel that he has for his events and this was, I think, maybe the next time. Anyway, I was I was seeing him, and I said, "You'll never guess who's like doing the producers network." I see her every day. Um, uh, Faye, Dunaway. Faye Dunaway is there every morning, just like there, networking with people, trying to get her movie made. It's weird. And um, he was like, "Oh, well, we'd love to have her at the the Amfar benefit. Um, will you bring her an invitation?" You know, and I was like, uh, "Okay, so." I was like, well, let, let me talk to her first. Like, I mean, I've met her, but like, so anyway. So I go to her one day and I was like, so my friend runs the Amfar Benefit, you know, and she's like, yeah, I know, I know what it is. I was like, okay, so they would love to invite you. They would, you know, they can find you a dress to wear. They can arrange transportation, blah, blah, blah. They'd love to have you there if you're interested. And she's like, well, yeah, I know. And, and I was like, and I was like, I was like, okay, well, I just, and then, then she came back. She was like, yep. Yes, bring me all the information tomorrow. I'd love it. Um, so then that uh, the next, so I went to Andy's office and they handed me this massive bag, which is the gift bag for the invitation. It's huge, and I was like, "What is Faye Dunaway gonna, gonna do with this like luggage? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, carry this around all day?" Like I was like, 
can you just give me like an envelope with a thing? And then maybe she, they're like, no, no, this is the invitation. You got to take the whole thing to her. I was like, what's in it? Uh, gifts, things, you know, giveaways, like pri- jewels. I mean, it wasn't jewels. It's crazy but it was, how much shit they give. It's just like, it, it's just, yeah, it was like crazy th- things. Some of them were pieces of paper that you can then use to get some sort of thing. Some of them were, were gifts. <laughs> That's like the most generic thing ever for a piece of paper. You know, no, a piece of paper that can be used. Well, like, yeah, maybe you get like a flight on a, like a sure. one flight on like a, a private plane or something like that. Right. Some link. That is crazy. So, but, but it's, I'm but, into it. I mean, I no, want it, one of those bags yeah. for sure. No, exactly. Absolutely. But I thought I was going to get one coming here. <laughs> well, sadly, I'm not as We're set got, up We have as, tea bags for you. <laughs> I'm not as set up as Amphar is. But so then, so, so then I, I was like, okay, she's not going to react. I knew she would not react well to this. But I was like, fine, fine. But but then this, the person said, well, this is the actual invitation. If she doesn't want the rest, like, whatever. Thank God, yeah. So I, 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 then I, she, that morning, she's late. First time. She was very, very late. And the whole thing is almost ending. And so I go to her and I say, oh, hi. Like, as you asked me to, I got you this information for the Amphar event. And she was like, what? What do you have to do that? What do you mean? I was like, we discussed this yesterday. She was like, what? I, you know, I haven't decided if I'm going to go to that. What? I, you know, and, and then she's like, I want to talk to you outside. Oh, and she's oh like, my God. So she like, she like takes me outside to kind of scold me. And she's like, she's like, why are you talking to me about this? What do you mean? I was like, uh, I am following up on your request that I bring you. I, I said, you know what? I tried to put you in touch with Andy himself. And you said, no, just bring me the <clears> invitation. And I was like, okay, so that's what I've done. And this is, she's like, What? What am I supposed to do with this huge bag of things? But then she starts going through the bag, and she she literally took every single thing from that bag and put it in her own bag. She was like, "Oh no, I do want this." The Cartier she watch, I'll keep. She's like, "Like, oh yes, I do want this." But all wow. while screaming at me, just like, and then you know, and the, and she and she went, and they helped her with everything. But she was so obnoxious to me; it was so needless. That is so rude for somebody giving you everything. I was just, you know, I was just like, I didn't. I was like, I need to explain to you, I don't want to be involved in this at all. Yeah. I tried to give you a number or have someone contact you or have someone send this bag to wherever it is that you're staying. I didn't want to be involved at all, but you're like, nope, none of that will work. You bring it to me tomorrow. So, like, I did that. You're welcome, Faye Dunaway, enough. You know, it just, she was impossible. And that's what people say about her all the time. When she was rehearsing... Masterclass. I knew of some actors. She she did it in Boston. I knew some actors in Boston who were like hired to go uh, work out scenes with her before, like even outside of rehearsals. And apparently, she slapped one of them across the face. You know, not in a scene. Oh my god! But just like just because she was like being crazy, and like that person was like, "I'm out." You know, like this is a crazy bitch. So. Cheers, Faye Dunaway. Hope you're listening. She's not, but that's I mean, crazy. She, There's no reason to she, be like that. She probably doesn't. I'm not siding with her. You what? I'm not siding with her. I'm saying she probably doesn't. Her brain cells probably don't even process what she's doing. The weird thing about not her that was, that's excusable. She got right. she, her her default was rude, angry horrible 
And she got more normal and apologetic over the course of that, like, taking everything from the bag. And then she was like, oh, I do remember now that I said that I asked so you to do this. And I, and I do want all of these things. Thank you. But she started with, like, I'm going to take you outside. So, well, I know. She started <laughs> with being late. She, well, that's so true. You know what? You're right. What happened? She was stressed. I don't know what happened, but something like, terrible could have happened. You're right. She she came. That was the first. I mean, yeah, maybe, but clearly she doesn't react. That was the first very well to whatever is going on in her life. It wasn't. Who, who does? <laughs> well, I yeah. don't. Well, so terrible things happen to me, and I don't treat people like that. That's all I'm saying. So she's Nathan got a mechanism. Is incredibly in even keeled. I actually. Well, that's a gift. Yeah. No. Count your blessings. I beautiful. have been known and prone to. Hysterical behavior, which I just found out yesterday, is synonymous with historical. Mm. Meaning that whatever you're hysterical about, yeah, taps it's your history. Something. I think that's so true. I, I mean, I've I've realized that too. I I've behaved um, appallingly at times for whatever reason. Usually in Ubers. <laughs> um, maybe. Crackle's <laughs> face right now. It's so funny. I have a very high Uber rating because I leave every time and I say five star no matter what. And I give them the five star no matter what. Was, because the they have to rate you right as you go out. Yeah. And people are sheep so it's five star they just go five. Uh, I, I, I can have impatience with waiters and Uber people. Well, you're spoiled brats. You're right. You're the Faye Dunaway. That's why you don't like Faye Dunaway. Yeah, that's right. It's a mirror. Yeah. It's a mirror reflection. And she's reflecting on your own. The same thing happened yeah. with the same thing happened with Lauren Bacall. You know, my uh, my my uncle produced a John Huston Film Festival in Taos, New Mexico. I was seventeen. And I worked at it, and, um, you know, the final night, my job was just to kind of, like, wrangle a few celebrities and show them where, where they needed to go backstage, and, and, and then, Lauren McCall and then that was it. Yeah, Lauren McCall was the last one that I was my responsibility. And, you know, she got there, and I just, you know, introduced myself and told her, you know, where she needed to go, and... Um, and, and that was it, because like the, the event was about to start. So I kind of brought her to the people that she needed to see and told her that there was a room backstage for her to be in if she wanted to. Um, and so then the one of the people running the festival, I, and then I was done. So I was just like kind of like standing, looking to where I might sit for the event, which was about to start in the, in the audience. And I had ceased to think about Ms. Bacall. And, you know, the person said, like, so, you know, Miss Bacall, would you like to go backstage? Which is all ha what I had been saying, too. And she points to me and she's like, well, if this young man will get out of my way, I'll go right now. I was like, what? I was like, I, I wasn't even like. What did I do? I, I was it was shocking was? and so unnecessary. But I was like, OK, whatever. I was like, oh, I'm just going to sit down right now. Enjoy. You know, it was, but you know what? I've been that rude to people at times, and there's no need. There it is. 
I've had some pretty good experiences with anybody that I've met that's been really famous. Liz Fair is so sweet. I saw her oh, at one time. Nice. And she was in front of me, and I was just like, oh, hi, nice boots. And then she turned around, and I was like, oh, my God, Liz Fair, cool. You're performing tonight. And we talked, and she was very sweet and very chill and easygoing. Many people are, and I've had lovely experiences with celebrities in both professions. And then she slapped me in the face, and then we got a roll around tug, and I was like, oh my god. The tooth, I mean, I'm terrified if I ever black out because I'm like, did I slap anyone? And I called a friend one time. um, But I'm notorious for only slapping the boys and my, my, like, best friends. That's smart. I've never slapped a stranger or a woman. Just only your best friends? Best gay guy friends, yeah. Like, Like Alvarez? No, he'd him? probably like stab me or like, he wouldn't. Smile at <laughs> <it>. <laughs> he'd be like, you, in my early 20s, me. I was convinced that he would push me off a bridge and say I jumped. Uh, <laughs> well, that didn't happen. No, well, I'm here now. <laughs> I'm a good swimmer. That's what happened. Yeah, um, so many bridges, so <laughs> no, many jumps. And I was like convinced he was gonna kill me. I, I have weird paranoia that I think people are gonna kill me. I was at this is a dark, dark story, but. I have a lot of darkness to mount ma- balance all the light. I'm down. Yes. Um, I was house sitting for someone, and the next morning, and they have an old stove that has like where the pilot light is just on at mm. all times mm-hmm. and it's visible. Mm-hmm. And I wake up the next morning after spending a night at the Sunset Tower. Um, mm, beautiful, love, um, love that. <laughs> and it was a cloth bag with six rags and like eighty dollars cash on the stove, like an <gasps> inch away from the flame. And I had a full-blown meltdown, like, needing to know who has keys to the house, who knew I was staying there, Um, drank, like, 15 glasses of whiskey, and watched um, the final days of Marilyn Monroe on YouTube. (laughs) 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 And, like, fully... Full, it was like... And then apparently all the, like, five people were coming over to make, like dumplings for the gay couple that went camping and they came home to like to this a dragon a j- full bloody uh, like fire breathing like hell goddess mm, totally who apparently I was like inaudible for like so where did the bag come from nobody knows <sighs> one of the owners of the house said they carelessly like kind of probably it's their gym bag which explains the six rags. I don't know where the eighty dollars. Six rags for the gym. That seems yeah, like a lot. Of <laughs> um, and it was just casually left. Now the reason why it took me into a tizzy is because when they left, he said jokingly, "Now don't burn the house down." As do. And <laughs> right. I was like, "I'm gonna burn the house. What did I'm not. I'm not. I'm never gonna burn the house you down." You know what I? And then he said, "But if you do, we'll collect the insurance." And I was like. I bet these fags know that I am so witch-like crafty that I would survive the fire, like, out the window with <laughs> the dog like, and the jewels, you know, like, yeah, whatever yeah, I could yeah. buy. They like, set a bunch of fire total. traps in there. Yeah, and, like, they knew I'd live. Because, like, ain't nothing going to burn. This bit witch hasn't been burned down yet. Like, it's it's got a long time coming. Maybe, and I, got, maybe I manifested the drama that I've just experienced because, like, I left for the holidays and I left someone staying here with, uh, with another person um, you know, who, who feels like he's so witchy and blah, blah, blah. But, um, you know, I was like, um, I was like, you know what? Like I, 
burn the house down. I'm fine. I don't need anything here. If I come back to like an entire entirely empty place where everything's been stolen and sold, I'm fine with it. Or burn it all down. Just don't hurt anyone. Bye. I mean, that really was my kind of... And this person then did burn down my life. I mean, you know, like didn't burn down my um, place, but... You know, just like burn, you ask for burn it, the right? bridge, burn the bridge between us. You know, it just was. I kind of did say it as a joke, but it happened. When when, I well, we say jokes because we mean them. Mm. We do, and it's, it's. I mean, he just he created a lot of chaos and committed some crimes, and I had to like you know what kind of crimes? Pay some things. Right. I don't want to get involved. Yeah, yeah, it was, uh, it was shoplifting and things and. But also, like, but and stole some things from me, oh. and, and, like, it was just a whole drug-fueled nightmare. Mm. Um, and I didn't anticipate that, you know? I, I was just kind of How joking. you didn't anticipate it? Well, I know. I mean, <laughs> listen, I mean, you know... It's it, like when people get divorced and they don't see it coming, I'm like, really? Don't... I've never won this relationship. <laughs> don't fall in love with, you know, drug addicts. Um, I've done that thrice, and it doesn't end well, you know? I mean, Here we go. Don't fall in love with drug addicts. I've done it thrice. There we go. Uh, <laughs> you know, I'm Homeless, actually, you know, homeless drug addicts. That's I'm the homeless, <laughs> the drug addicts. I've done them all. I've done them thrice. You can sing. You can sing. Love and it. I will say, don't fall in love with all the drug addicts in your life. Keep it. Very far away from you And never think twice No, don't think thrice about it Don't fall in love With the drug addicts Perfect Many people Many people like many, many people Do not need to learn this lesson They know that just inherently Oh, I don't But I, I, needed, I need to learn I this went, lesson thrice all I'll say it on the books On the record I went through $200,000 in two years Don't mm. ask me out How, 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 how How long do you have? Um, Show me your but, debt I've done the same I, you know what? I, I Your would, debt? I have zero debt. Oh, I, jet. Jet. I inherited That's some, good. some money. No That's, That's great. I inherited some money early on. It's all gone. You know, uh, you know I, I didn't live um, sensibly for a But you learned things. Well, you know what? You know what I did? Yeah. Here's what I did. What I did it was... taught you something. I you invest, can't take it with you. I invested yes. in myself. Seriously. And I was like, I want to be an international producer of different media. I mean, I was thinking film at the time, but now it's expanded beyond that. With now the interweb. Now and it podcast. is international. Now it's podcasts. But, you know, I'm like, so I'm going to fund myself going to the Cannes Film Festival. I'm going to, in you know, like, help. I did, you know, help finance some things. And I, yeah, I went to Cannes five times. I went to um, Sundance many times. Toronto many times so I and I learned I learned a lot I learned a lot True. about international film or how to sales pronounce can yeah and things <laughs> and <laughs> no but I mean is it can con it's can it's can Cans? the French will say can can 
Um, but uh, yeah, Kane. <laughs> Kane but, is calm. No, I learned a lot, and I did spend a lot of money that would be nice if I still had like locked away somewhere. But whatever. Yeah. I mean, I'm. St- I, I, it would all burn up. I earn money. I'm Truth. good. I'm. I. I can support myself. You know. I mean. Uh, you know, my sister was a very brilliant um, business person who made a lot of money early on in advertising and then got married and had children now kind of teaches preschool or kindergarten or whatever. But the money that she made from Levi's that paid her a fucking fortune, I learned recently she like put away and she can't touch until she's That's like... Smart. 60 something and I'm like this bitch if she makes it and then she doesn't get it I'm sorry I didn't mean to say that I don't mean this bitch at all with her but um no I get it and this bitch I'm just like like, mm -hmm. this goddess this person this amazing person is so smart that I had no idea that she did that in her 20s. But you know, money like, is transactional. She put it away. She and put it away. Money comes when we need it and we manifest it also. Yeah. You know, when you really need the money, the money comes. And actually money think, money is, I'm manifesting money. At the I moment, think if so you if you don't focus on the money and you take care of the problems at hand and the things that you need to do to organize your life, then the byproduct of that will be money and... But I don't need to support drug addicts. There's no reason no, for that. No, no, no but need that's to your do that. lesson. I, mean, I did do that. Yes. Well, that's the taking care of the things in your life. Yeah. And also and the, the money that she put away that's making money is your money, quantumly. Well, no, that's her money that she made. She made that money at Levi's from her career. You know, like... And, and I was just learning what she did with it. I was like, oh. Because I thought that she had used it to buy an apartment that she then turned into helping her husband and her buy a house. Then now they bought this new beautiful house. I don't own a house. And I so put I'm money just, in the stock market two years ago. I had <laughs> I had money and in And now I have some money in the stock market. I had money in there. Apple in the in the early eighties. And I also had I had lots of stock market investments and all of that's gone. But in the last five years I have had a four oh one K it's grown. Good. You know, I I am taking care of myself better. I, I know how to make money, but I also like as you as you age you you're like, all right, I gotta take care of myself. Like mm-hmm. I maybe I'll have The some... hip replacement surgery is not gonna pay for itself. Yeah, I mean I do I won't deny <laughs> that I come hips. from a certain level of, of privilege and there is some money out there, whatever, but I want to take care of myself, and I want yeah. to like look after like what I need to do, and that I think that's something that you're kind of going through as well. I mean, I know that you've you've been supported by funds, you know, and you at a certain point need to like how is Freckle gonna make it in the world, and what is Freckle's end game? You know, like I I've been recklessly generous. I I, I always like. What's it for? You know, like if I have access to money and I and my friends don't, let me take them on a trip. I let bathe me, my friends. Let, yeah. Let me bathe them with. Let me take them to dinner. Let me buy drinks. Mm. You know, like because I had access to 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 money, and I and I that's what I wanted to do with it. Like let's have a good time. You know, um, but to there's a limit to that, and there's. You know, like a point where you're like, well, I don't want to go into debt to do this. And I need no, to, no, definitely and I, not. Yeah. And I need to also like, like, okay, like how, what's going to support Eric in his old age? You know, like, 
And I think, you know, I figured that out, but there, you know, I, I could have made smarter choices. I don't have any regrets, but, um, you know, it's all good. I think you learn at a certain point, you know, I'm 48, about to turn 49. Um, you know, I do look to the future. I'm like, how many more earning years do I have? I, I don't ever want to stop working, but you know, I, I don't know what's going to happen in the future. I've kind of pinpointed 94. Well, you should let me give you a tarot card reading, idea. and I'll I'll be able to point you in the future a little bit. You're coming up mm. on a year of sevens, because seven times seven is 49. Mm. And mm. so that's a good... That means I'm, that you're going to be kind of in like a um, a mid... A late a later stage of a lot of processes in your life. You're going to... You're gonna, kind of starting to wrap things up but seven is also chaotic so it's going to be a chaotic time and uh you're gonna in the next few years close chapters and then restart those i've actually lined up a very productive 2019 i'm very excited about it um live events couple two documentaries i'm producing another feature that i'm producing what's your sign freckles Aquarius. Me too. Aquarius. February 1st. February 2nd. What? Oh, See? Amazing. Mm. Do you do astrology or any sort of like um, spirituality type uh, California spirituality? Um, like I stones? Quote, or... I quote the movie Harold and Maude. Mm. When um, he says... Ruth Gordon. Yeah. The most brilliant person. Which I hope Mindy Sterling... Are they redoing it? ...over her oh, God. later yeah. life yeah. stuff because... Mindy was a teacher of mine at Groundlings, Frau oh. Visna from Austin Powers. Um, in Harold and Maude, they're sitting in the daisies at the in the cemetery. Have you seen says, it? Yes, love yeah. that movie. And he says, Maude, do you pray? She just gets up. I communicate. And he goes, to God? She goes... To life! <laughs> That's my answer to that. But I did just recently, people were always asking me in DMs, what's your rising, what's your hoot not nanny, you know? Oh, yeah. Your rising, your moon, yeah. your crest, right. your labial. And I was like, I, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. And somebody was like, well, give me your time of birth, location. date, and location. Yeah. And I was like, fine. Yeah. And so I did. And somebody got back to me and said, you're an Aquarius with a Leo moon and Leo rising. Ooh, you're Aquarius. Fiery. Your Aquarius sun makes you a very unconventional and daring. You don't like to stay in your comfort zone and you enjoy trying new things. Mm-hmm. I'll try anything once, twice, three times to make sure. Um, <laughs> but drug addicts, you don't try rice. rice. <laughs> yeah, exactly. After the rice third is time. enough. <laughs> uh, I fucked too many drug addicts in my life. Um... <laughs> You oh, are, you God. are interested hope you're in enjoying hope you're, this car ride. I hope these people yeah. rush hour traffic suiting you. We're probably asleep now. But Someone I can imagine day. listening to this. Thing. You are interested in pushing boundaries on what is considered new or weird. Your Leo rising means you are a very magnetic person, mm. and people enjoy being around you. They you do. You are very charismatic and never fail to entertain. That's true. Your Leo moon means you are dramatic, flamboyant, and expressive. Yes. You are very theatrical and mm-hmm. enjoy performing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That didn't make sense. Love. That's very uh, that's accurate. The, yeah, I mean, that's, that's so, you know. Nailed I, it. <laughs> pretty much. Pretty much. Bullshit. Perfect. Yeah. Perfect. That is, that is Freckle 
in a nutshell. So I guess we are all stars. We are. Hey, now, you're an all-star. Get your game on, get going. <laughs> so that's another one. How many star songs can we get? Oh, lucky star. You, you might be, be my lucky star. star. Cause you shine on me wherever you are. Star bright. Star bright. First star I see tonight. Should we just Google how many songs yeah. have the well, title? Uh, no, that's cheating. Thousands. Twinkle, twinkle, little star. How oh, I wonder what you are. Up above the world so high. Like a freckle in the sky. Twinkle, twinkle, little star. How I wonder what you our conclusion yes. this has become a lullaby <laughs> for the people that are still listening I also think Thank there's you like 15 people. minutes in there we have to cut out yeah, because we'll of all that queer talk yeah. so maybe we just pick another topic yeah let's do 15 more or, well we, we actually we, have another guest over. that we have to get to in 15 minutes but You're we sending could, me out in the streets drunk? Well, you could come for the... No, 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 we're, we're actually good you don't have to go anywhere at the moment you're fine um, yeah, no, I mean we, do you want to do one more topic? I'm down to keep talking. For More about you. Let's talk about you. Let's talk about your projects. Yeah. So, Freckle, what's next? What's next for Freckle? Well, um... What are you I working on now? top secret things I can't really talk about. Yeah, well, I mean, sometimes but, that um, happens. Amy Poehler wrote me into her movie, Wine Country, and I got to work with her, Maya Rudolph, uh, Rachel Dratch, um... Some other great writers. That's such a great so crew. Great. So fun. Is that, when does it come out? Is that going to be March, in, I think, in theaters? Yeah, theater okay. and Netflix. It's a Netflix. And, oh, it's a Netflix. And movie. what's your role? Freckle. Oh, my God. Amazing. Yeah, is it in Napa? Yeah. Oh, but my I mean, God. I'm in a gallery. I'm like an art fag in a gallery. So it's like, it. I say the word fag by reclaiming it. Yes, um, exactly. Yeah, thank you. We should. Um, and I am in developing my own work with um, a company. Um, and you're working in like a series or yeah I just shot a short for Paul Feig's digital company Powder Keg Paul Feig is brilliant love he likes freckles so that's good and um, you're meeting all the right people Amy Poehler Paul Feig Mm -hmm. you've graduated beyond Alvarez Mm -hmm. Alvarez took everything he could get Uh sponged off (laughs) no 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 I'm kidding I I love this narrative (laughs) I love your willingness to uh, project I'll I'll say whatever the fuck I want to about Alvarez because I don't need anything from him I don't want anything from him but he's uh, great I'd love to have him on the podcast no yes I'd love to have him on the podcast I'd love you to play this podcast Podcast and then have him go and see where he's all rattled and fired up. You well, know the what? good thing is, people usually don't listen to the you previous episodes, so you can kind of say whatever you want. I know, yeah. I know, Max Muchnick <laughs> and his and his husband who are like you know giving money to Alvarez right now. I don't know Max Munchnick and where my money is. Well, okay. I don't know Max Munchman either. He's the I... you know creator of One Grace. You know um, they're giving him oh to be on the to show. to be on the show. Yes. Well, oh, right. So well, do you know my whole, do you know why I can't be on that show? Why? why? I feel like you guys could figure it out right away. First of all, unlike little Brian, he's a very little person. He's you will outshine Deborah yeah, Messel. Well, and then some. Um, they would <laughs> no, have wait, to spend you, time. You and Megan Mullally could go toe well, to toe. Oh, that, that was your concept the other night. I was like, who 
I woke up from a heat flash and a sweat lodge, and I was like, somebody Megan said Mullally something. Megan Mullally is so, you know, comically inspired. I think we She's would the one. play really you well. You should be Megan Mullally's assistant. The well, assistant to the assistant. No, 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 no. No, new, new, new love interest. New yeah, love she's interest. Doing paintings. Gender fluid love golden, interest. And I have like a gold leaf here and a gold leaf oh, I here. I love that. I mean, Just, I think I'm her cousin too. Or, or which relative. adds a real twist. No, but, but I they mean, go within. Megan Mullally has had Alec Baldwin and um, John Cleese and people to play off of, which was so. But brilliant. it couldn't. Re- it's not about replacing Jacks. No, 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 it's not Jack. It's the love interest. It's oh, like yeah. someone like that's what I mean. Like the Alec Baldwin, the John Cleese. Like it could be the freckle moment for mm-hmm. her. But you know, um, Max would have to. Max and his staff would have to really think that way, and they're not second. going to. Yeah, that's not happening. Exactly. Yeah. Thank you for confirming that. No, it's not happening. I, you. I guarantee. You'll you. never be on Will <laughs> and Grace. Freckle, you will thank never, you. ever, ever, ever. No, but something else. <laughs> so, something more innovative, like Will something and, like Basket. Will and Grace. Oh, I love Basket. I, well, I will say, like Will and Grace, knocked down barriers. I I'm so thankful to Will and Grace and to Max and to of course, yeah, everyone that had anything has to do place. with it. it like it's... it was so important. To see gay people in our living rooms at that time. I used to. I think I was in fifth grade, and I. I think it used to be on syndication. Ten o'clock was the news, and then eleven o'clock, I think, had. Uh, yeah, Grace episodes on WB, not on NBC, or something. I don't know, or maybe at cable. I'm not really sure. No, it was. I watched it, it. it did. And I felt like I was like, I get to stay up till midnight to yeah. watch this because I love this as a kid. Yeah, I was undressed. As an adult, me. I can't watch that. Undressed. Time. Peter Page was on that. Mm. Do, do you know Queer as Folk, the Showtime series? I know the UK version. That, mm. that is I've always good. been a little more... You know, that is quite good. Yeah. Other side of the pond centric. Yeah. You said it. You a Downtown Abbey person? Downtown mm, Abbey? Down, no. Downtown I don't watch Abbey. TV or movies. I only watch Judy Garland Alive on YouTube and uh, Elvira. Oh, perfect. It keeps well, it easy. I, and what I love about that is as a true artist, like, you know, artists will say, like, I don't want to be influenced you know, like, I, I, yeah. I don't want to see, like, I'm doing my thing. Mm-hmm. You know, you can only, you can, you can make art or you can watch art. There mm-hmm. isn't time for both. No. And that's what you're doing. Yep. Which I love. Um, you, you watch what you need to feed your art. Every day, even if it's the same thing. I love repetition. Indeed. Mm-hmm. I only listen to two books on tape. Indeed. Well, I love books. Eckhart Tolle's A New Earth, Power of Now, and uh, The Art of Seduction. I hope that you'll listen to <laughs> at least this episode of This Is Happening. I can't stand um, my own voice. Uh, well, then there's a few others that you might enjoy because this thing, you know, you might enjoy it. You might enjoy This Is I Happening. I Why enjoy you guys? I enjoyed well, you. Well, we enjoy you. Thank you, you so much. Day. Wine Country comes out in March mm-hmm. on Netflix, so everybody check that out. Follow Freckle. And how is the representation thing going? Do you have people... Represent- I have the best reps in town. My Perfect. agent is the vice president of Abrams, and my Abrams is so good. In fact, Abrams manager. is also the rep of our next guest. Amazing. Woo-hoo. Perfect. Um, you're on Instagram at Just Freckle now. Oh. I used to be Aunt Freckle, and that's great. I'm sorry to disappoint my nieces and nephews. I am not no longer Aunt, but I think I'm gonna have an advice column where it's Aunt Freckle. Oh, that sounds nice. 
as opposed to asking. You were doing a thing where people were like, you know, coming to you and as like a do, sage because yeah. you mm-hmm. are a sage. You said it. Uh, you, um, you know why I keep repeating that is my favorite thing I ever saw was Mila Kunis on the red carpet. Do you know who that is? Uh, of course I know Mila Kunis. I love everything I've, 70s. I've met her. She's lovely. I love Cassavetes. I love Harold. I love 70s. She's on the red carpet and the woman goes, you look gorgeous. And rather than doing that annoying thing of like, no, stop. Or like, thank you. She just goes, you said it. <laughs> and I think that's... that's... That's the thing. That's the thing. Yeah. Like just that's how you, that's how you do it. Love. That's how you take a compliment. You yeah. said it. Fantastic. Freckle, thank you for being on the podcast. This was an experience worth waiting for. Worth Should the I efforts. end with a song? Yes. Yes. What are you feeling? What are you feeling, <clears throat> Freckle? Oh, we're watching the process. <clears throat> it's the, transformation, yeah. the transformation. The transformation. The process is happening before us. <clears throat> Love. Oh, my God. <clears throat> She's preparing. <clears throat> I meet a man every day, you know, that wants to tell me that he loves me so. But I know they ain't real love. It's just the games that he plays. Boom, boom, boom. This little lie of mine, I'm not gonna let it shine for somebody who will hurt me just to get what he needs. Oh no, I was a fool in my younger days. I ran around believing all the words they say. That it's not like it used to be. No, you won't be getting some from me. Cause I got a man who understands the things that I need. So you won't be getting nothing from me.